This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Goodbye 2020. Hello 2021. We've got a sneak peek at the projects finally taking off. This is your captain speaking. From Top Gun Maverick's new flight plan. It's really extraordinary. To the Friends reunion ready to happen. Just like going home. Plus, the weekend's plans for Super Bowl Sunday and award season almost in full swing how hollywood will handle the grammys the oscars and the golden globes it's gonna be exciting to find out plus do you feel ready for this we're with the new bachelor matt james before his big debut i'm feeling anxious you know et starts now Happy New Year and welcome to New York Street on our lot. So many great movies have been made right here. And uh, speaking of, you know, we've been waiting more than three decades for a sequel to Top Gun. And then, well, we've had to wait even longer due to the pandemic. But it sure does look like Top Gun Maverick will be worth the wait when it's finally time to take off. You just can't create this kind of experience unless you shoot it live. Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. This time, Tom is an instructor at Top Gun, and of course, he does many of his own stunts. John Hamm plays Vice Admiral Cyclone, who has friction with crews, and Glenn Powell is Hangman. He's one of the lucky few who've seen the completed film. It elevates the action and the, the flying sequences and the characters from the first one. Miles Teller takes on the role of Goose's son, Rooster. Let's go! And there's an homage to the iconic beach volleyball scene. 
I've never had more oil on me. <laughs> the oil? Yeah, oh yeah. And Jennifer Connelly is Tom's love interest. A little Easter egg, her character was mentioned in the original film. High-speed passes over five air-controlled towers and one admiral's daughter. Penny Benjamin. Yup, Connelly is that admiral's daughter, Penny Benjamin. I think when you see the film, you'll see why she's perfect for it. Everything he does, he's like just pushing himself, going further and further. It's 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 really extraordinary. Maverick is very sure of himself, and I researched this role for two months uh, before I decided to do it. We were on set back in 85 for Tom's first go-round, and 36 years later, we're counting down the days until the next flyby. And you know, here's another highly anticipated return that just keeps getting pushed back by the pandemic. The Friends reunion. I'm here for it, and it looks like they will finally be there for us in March. They're doing it! I know! There's always been the hope that a component of that reunion show will have a live audience, which makes the whole thing really tricky. We obviously are not going to risk yeah. anyone's health by doing this. What is that secret sauce, that magic wand, to make them all say yes? Because of the 25th anniversary of the show, there was a lot of love sent out for it, and I think um, the cast want to give back, you know, by doing this special. Airing on HBO Max, the unscripted special will feature all six friends on camera together for the first time since the show's finale almost 17 years ago. They'll share stories and rare behind-the-scenes footage, and they're each getting a reported three million bucks to do it. I can't believe it! Not like they need the cash. Jen just went back into production on her Apple TV Plus series, The Morning Show. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Courtney just rapped on Scream 5. Oh, and she recreated this iconic Thanksgiving moment. It's so disgusting. The reunion will take place on the original Friends soundstage three months after Matthew announced his engagement to literary manager Molly Hurwitz. So we're hoping for a wedding update from the 51-year-old. Sounds like a date to me. <laughs> but if their past get-togethers are any indication, we couldn't be any more excited. Just like going home. We have the best time together. And you know, of course, one of the most watched TV events every year is the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show. That's why it's such a big deal to get to play the halftime show. But the weekend's performance will be unlike any other in the history of the big game. From a small local venue in Toronto to the world stage, I'm continuing this journey with my fans. What to expect with the weekend? Well, one word, fireworks. The 30-year-old put on a spectacular remote show, complete with pyrotechnics for the VMAs in August. And again at the AMAs in November. When, I look at you in your eyes. when he took over a bridge in downtown LA. But how to pull this off at the Super Bowl during a pandemic? And will he perform at the stadium or remotely? We do know that the NFL has scaled back its plans for February Super Bowl, estimating that only about 20% of the seats at the stadium will be filled. And as for the halftime show, the league says it will work within the safety guidelines established by local authorities. I can feel my face when I'm with you. The three-time Grammy winner has dated Bella Hadid and Selena Gomez and is known to be camera shy. I love you guys. 
The weekend rarely does interviews, but he did open up about his performance anxiety and needing to be sober on stage. I'm not up there lip syncing, <laughs> you know? I don't got backup dancers. It's all about me and the microphone. Listen, there were plenty of folks that were shocked when The Weeknd wasn't nominated for any Grammys this year. It was a surprise, yeah. but it's just one of the many surprises going into an already unpredictable <laughs> award season. But the shows must go yes, on. they do. And here's how they will. If you don't want to see me... Music's Biggest Night will kick off the 2021 award show season January 31st on CBS. Maybe. Beyonce received nine nominations, the most this year, but will she take the stage? Both the awards and performances will be live in downtown L.A., though the venue has not been finalized yet. We do know Trevor Noah will make his Grammy debut as host. The Academy Awards have been postponed two months. They will now air live on ABC April 25th. This be an empty world without the blues. The Academy has adjusted eligibility requirements due to the pandemic. Drive-in screenings are now Oscar-worthy. So are films that were intended for theatrical release, but were ultimately made available through other platforms. The Golden Globes were also postponed to February 28th and will air live on NBC. Time to start drinking. I spoke to co-host Tina Fey, who told me she and Amy Poehler are still waiting to hear what the COVID plans are. I have no idea. We're not in charge of, like, whether it's in person or... So, I, <laughs> I don't know yet. You won't have a bunch of drunken celebs sitting down in front of you. I guess not, no. I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll be together. It's going to be exciting to find out. So here's a franchise that definitely deserves an award for getting us through 2020, The Bachelor. You know, we are just three days away from a history-making season with the first-ever Black Bachelor, Matt James. And Lauren Zima has every single detail. Hello. The women are literally falling for you. (laughs) Who better to talk about all things Bachelor Nation than Mr. Chris Harrison himself? It's time for Roses and Rosé. You've released Matt James's women. Uh, give me a couple women to watch for here. Queen Victoria is here, and uh, she's here to rule. Bree uh, is, is a woman who left an unbelievably high-paying tech job. You have a girl like Sarah who, I, I don't want to ruin her story, but she is the caretaker of her family, and she's finally doing something for herself and here to find love. There are 32 women. Uh, a record number of women applied for Matt James. Um, that's how many arrive on night one. That's not how many we'll end up with. There will be more than those that arrive. And and I can also give you this nugget. One woman who arrives is a very, very familiar face to Bachelor Nation. There was a single woman from our Bachelor family that also wanted a shot to find love. And well, you'll see it play out in a very different, interesting moment, unlike we have ever seen before. How would you kind of describe the vibe of Matt's season? If Colton was the virgin and Pete was the pilot, what's Matt? Depth. There is so much depth. There is so many layers to this man that you're going to get to know, um, good and bad. You've never been in love. I haven't. There is baggage that has made Matt the man he is. Um, And he's a great man, but there are things that he's going to have to get past, some hurdles he will have to clear before he can find that happily ever after. Okay, so you're saying there's more to Matt than all the abs we've seen with him and Tyler Cameron on Instagram? You see the six pack. Okay. There's a 12 pack here. Okay, good to know. We, we want more, more is better. Hopefully he finds the perfect woman. 
Well, these two people have found love and an empire to match. We've got the details on the new TV chapter for Chip and Joanna Gaines. Hi, little buddy. Oh, man, he's so handsome. How their kids, ages 2 to 16, are helping them renovate their empire. Ella really could take over our company tomorrow. She's a boss. Then we all have our secrets. And Daniel Craig is spilling his details on his final Bond film. People are going to get sick of the sight of me. Plus, before Cobra Kai hits Netflix next week, only we are on the set of season three. E.T. was there from the start. We keep a PG rating. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Happy New Year and welcome back to New York Street on our studio lot here. A lot of great movies, yeah. right? This is like the first time you've said Happy New Year to me. I appreciate that. Oh, really? I do. Happy New Year. <laughs> now it's twice. All right. You know, it's been two years since Chip and Joanna Gaines quit their show. I mean, it seemed like it was just yesterday, yeah. right? But now they've gone even bigger with their own Magnolia Network. And they've got a pretty awesome quarantine <laughs> to help them out. What did you do, Chip? I signed us up for another season of Fixer Upper. That's right. After two years, Chip and Joanna are bringing Fixer Upper back, along with 14 original programs that are in production and 22 in development. There's Restoration Road with Clint Harp, Courage to Run, a documentary about Chip's first marathon, and Joanna has her own cooking show as well. The fact that I get to cook in this kitchen feels like a dream come true. The couple took some time off to grow their estimated $20 million empire and, more importantly, focus on family. These last two years has just been a gift. I feel like our kids needed it. Emmy Kay, you know, she brings so much joy to the family. She's hilarious. She's so smart. And then our our sweet Duke. And then Ella, who really could take over our company tomorrow. She's a boss. Two years ago, uh, Drake was my little boy. And now it's like Drake is 15, almost. Things have changed. Our family has grown with sweet baby crew. Hi, little buddy. Oh, man, he's so handsome. Yep, it's always been about family for these two. They told us this back in 2016. It's like the kids are the most important thing to us. So anything that we do, we always go back to that and say, how is this going to affect our family unit, our kids? The Magnolia Network is set to launch later this year. But this month, you can get a taste of what's to come on Discovery+. Plus. We can't wait to share with you the projects we've been working on. Can they just adopt me? Um, just they, add me to the, you got like 12 kids already, just add me to the pot. And Chip wants to keep on having he babies. Really does. He really does. <laughs> By the way, Chip and Joanna have taught us a lot about fixing up our mm-hmm. homes, but I don't think they've ever tried wax on, wax off. Yeah. Was that the right way? I don't think so. Okay. Will they drop the gloves? Karate and, and, and the action. I mean, that, that is the ticket. 36 years of Daniel-san, and you know E.T.'s been there for it all. So what's next for Cobra Kai in season three? It's bigger than me, the actor, or any of us. Ben. There is light at the end of this tunnel. Hollywood's high hopes for the new year. What the stars are looking forward to most. My wish for 2021 is to be able to hug my parents. (laughs) 
That theme means only one thing. On April 2nd, James Bond is back in No Time to Die. But for Daniel Craig, his fifth go as Bond will be his last. This is going to be my last Bond, I think. I think I've done enough. Making this one wasn't without its hiccups. A controlled explosion during filming damaged the soundstage. And a couple of weeks before that, Daniel injured his ankle on set and needed surgery. Someone else should have a go. There were rumors his co-star Lashana Lynch was going to be the new Bond, but to clarify, she's not the new Bond, but she is the new 007. I met your new 00. She's a disarming young woman. Rami Malek plays the mysterious Safin. James Bond. He found inspiration from a couple of all-time villains. Been watching Joaquin Phoenix in this new Joker movie. I often look at Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. I hope I come up with something that uh, is going to shock people and somehow make him uh, relatable. Also making her first appearance in the franchise, Ana de Armas, a.k.a. Ben Affleck's girlfriend. You're late. She'll play a CIA agent capping off a 2020 that had her named IMDb's top star. Salute. Can't wait for this movie, and I can't wait to see who'll be the new Bond. Me too. I've got ideas said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bond never goes out of style, by the way, and neither does the Karate Kid. Sweep the leg, kid. Uh, you know how bad I want to sweep that leg. <laughs> Season three of Cobra Kai premieres January 8th, and we love seeing it get all this love since it began streaming on Netflix. And according to Ralph Macho, there's a really good reason for that. The Karate Kid is one of those films that has resonated for decades and decades. You have fathers and sons and mothers and daughters, you know, all talking about the same thing. Are those real trees? And as always, every customer leaves with their very own bonsai tree. It's a big bite of comfort food. The karate and, and, and the action, I mean, that, that is a ticket. We were there 37 years ago as the Karate Kid kicked his way into our hearts. Now Cobra Kai continues the tradition, picking up with Ralph and Billy Zapka's characters all grown up and senseis in their own right. Cobra Kai isn't just about karate. It's about a way of life. The sequel series that started out as a YouTube original moved to Netflix after two seasons and quickly became the streaming service's number one show. Why? For one thing, the rivalry between Daniel and Johnny is still fierce, with scenes from the original movie woven through and plenty of Easter eggs for diehard fans. Billy Zapka, we were working on a routine and it was I was a little off camera and I just took a little one here, nothing, nothing major. How's it feeling on the body these days to do those fight scenes? It takes me forever to warm up. It's like even standing up in the morning takes me 15 minutes. <laughs> Fighting is a blast, it's a lot of fun, but yeah, like Rob said, you have to stretch longer and warm it up. The series even has the approval of Mr. Miyagi, Pat Morita's daughter, Allie. Morita passed away in 2005, but his legacy lives on. Wax on, wax off. And while there's a hot young cast on the show, lots of familiar faces have made an appearance too. Even Elizabeth Shue is reprising her role. Season 3 dropped today on Netflix. What about Will Smith? I see that he's an executive producer on the show. Is he someone that you would like to have brought into the mix? Yeah, I think we should call him on that. Yeah, yeah. we'll give him a call. I think we have a scene with Will where we're, uh, we're driving down the valley and we, we see the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know, in his house. That's it. I love it. I love it. All right, there's so much to look forward to in 2021 already. Even the stars are starting the new year feeling extra hopeful. There is light at the end of this tunnel, and 
you know, you just want everybody to hang in there. I think we're all looking forward to the dust settling. Some celebs are vowing to remember what 2020 taught them. A lot of us have been forced to prioritize the relationships and the the parts of life that really matter to us. And I'm looking forward to bringing some of that wisdom into 2021 with me. I just want to continue the right balance of work and home life. Because sometimes I get so busy, I don't realize what I'm missing out. (laughs) Excuse me? I want everyone to remember this year, all those little things that we took for granted, you know, uh, we won't take for granted anymore. For 2021, I just want some of the lessons that we learned from 2020 to stay with us. What's your wish for 2021? I'd like to see more people, you know, connecting and leaning on each other. I'm looking for a slow news day. (laughs) As for musicians, reconnecting with fans is the 2021 dream. As soon as that ball drops, what are you looking forward to? I want to be the first guy back and crank that thing up, play way too loud, way too late, and hear those voices sing. It just I'm so looking forward to good Lord willing for that moment. As we figure out, you know, what touring looks like and all these things, it's hard to say what it's gonna look like, but I'm thankful that I, I get to still do what I love. I'm so excited to go back on tour. It's gonna be incredible. We're finally celebrating. And other stars are just hoping to reconnect. What is your wish for 2021? My wish for 2021 is to be able to hug my parents. Mm. <laughs> lots of love and give lots of love. Take every hug and kiss you can safely get. After the wild ride that 2020 has been, what are you most looking forward to in 2021? I'm looking forward to 2021. Say la vie 2020. I'm this emoji for 2020. This mm. is just all the time. Mm. That's it. Say la vie. <laughs> Coming up, your sneak peek at Mayim Bialik's TV return. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. I'm working with my friend Jim Parsons. What a dream, especially since he'll be behind the camera. That guy's a total ham, am I right? Mayim's Big Bang Pal is an executive producer on her new series, Call Me Cat. A special preview episode is airing Sunday on Fox before it moves to its regular Thursday time slot. Now, Leslie Jordan co-stars, and this is what he told us about the show when he co-hosted E.T. We are so silly on that show. We laughed so hard. And guess what? Mayim will be our special guest co-host right here on Monday. It should be a lot of fun. She is way smarter than me, so hopefully she won't use any five-syllable words. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you then. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.